Welcome to For the Health of It, starring Dr. Jenny Brooke, vitality expert and wellness chiropractor at Spinal Corrective Center in Amherst, New Hampshire. She is joined by producer Mike Clark. This dynamic, sometimes crazy, sometimes funny, and always entertaining duo will inspire you to eat, move, sleep, think, and live better. You're listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it. I am so excited to continue this discussion on microbiome. Hopefully you listened to the first show and you are now a mini expert on the microbiome, the human microbiome. I am. Michael, this is Michael Clark. Hi. Hello. So happy you're here because you're producing the show. Yes. Or else it wouldn't be taped now, would it? What was the biggest thing you took out of just the first study on microbiome? Quiz time. Yeah, quiz time. Well, we need all this good bacteria in our body, you know? Yeah. Obviously, that's it's not how we, scary. We it isn't, it. you know. And I have a friend that is—he's so paranoid about germs, and there's probably a lot of people that are that way. And um, I, you know, I think I found out germs are good for you. I mean, you need to be exposed to them. That's exactly right. Yeah, I'm gonna go home and lick my counter. And that is Emily Aborn that's here in the studio with us again as well. And we have back Dr. David Altabelli. Thank you for being back in the studio with us, Doc. Um, just for our listeners um, to know, just a huge long list of amazing accomplishments. Um, medical degree, dentist degree, um, retired oral maxillary. Can't we just say he's wicked good. smart? <laughs> he's wicked smart. He's wicked smart. Wicked smart. I try to um, be. Currently owns a company called Ultra Vitality. Um, and it's under ultravitalitycoach.com. And Doc, one thing we were talking about last show was the how the microbiome is in the gut, but it affects the whole body. And you recommended a book called Brain Maker by David Perlmutter. And I want to quote um, a, a line from that book. He, he said, the health of your brain is to an extraordinary degree dictated by the state of your microbiome. What's taking place in your intestines today is determining your risk for any number of brain disorders. So we talked a lot about gut disorders. We talked about um, even obesity. Um, but let's talk for a moment about brain disorders. So, you know, autism, ADHD, Alzheimer's disease, dementia, fibromyalgia, even mood disorders like depression or anxiety, MS, Parkinson's, you know, and difficulties with concentration. All of that is linked to the microbiome. So that's... Hi, Jenny. Glad to, <laughs> glad to be here, by the way. Hello. Um, yeah, I mean, what's so incredible about it is that, you know, we all, we just thought, okay, there's these bacteria in there, you know, 100 trillion of them, and uh, hopefully they're all mostly good ones and not so many bad ones. And they take in food, just like we do, and they process it, and they make stuff. Well, this stuff is absorbed into our through our intestinal wall and, and goes systemically into our body. Now, um, you can imagine that if the stuff isn't so good that it's going to cause an immune response that's going to create a state of inflammation, chronic inflammations in our, in our body, where our immune system then gets confused and starts attacking our own tissues and, and cells. Mm -hmm. So let's just say, um, first of all, some of those cells are our brain tissue or our neural tissue. And by wow. the way, our GI okay. tract has two-thirds, you know, as much neural tissue in it as our brain does. So. Wow. So there's an incredible number of, of different um, neurotransmitters that are actually made by these bacteria that look indistinguishable from the neurotransmitters that our own bodies make. Which is really interesting because just for our listeners, when we say neurotransmitter, we need we mean, for example, like serotonin. Right. So you've, you've heard maybe of serotonin. It's like the happy hormone. It keeps us... 
even and balanced and relaxed. We actually produce more of that in the gut than we do in the brain. That's right. Really? Yes. Yeah. Huh. So does this mean if we eat more Smarties, we'll get smarter? I don't know what Smarties are. That would be sugar. That would be sugar. No. Unfortunately, what it does is it doesn't necessarily create bacteria that make good stuff. So the bacteria that like the sugar start making other things that are more, um, let's say, counterproductive to to brain health and, and mental clarity. I mean, I don't know whether you've, you've eaten certain things and, and found out that, you know, you feel like you got to fall asleep um, or you just can't think or you, it's hard mm-hmm. to focus. You know, imagine if our mood or our, our mental clarity or focus really was largely dependent on, you know, what we're eating, the state of our microbiome, what we're absorbing and, and it then modulates everything else, how we, how we perceive the world. I mean, it's, it's kind of incredible that that could be the case. I actually have a story about that. One of our participants in the workshop that you gave, um, Dr. Ottobelli, in the office on the same topic um, made a dramatic switch starting the night of that workshop. He went home and just said, that's it. I'm, I'm done filling my body with things that it's not making it happy and what's creating inflammation. And he drastically reduced sugar specifically. Mm. And he recently told me he couldn't believe how much better his mood was overall. He's more even, he's more happy. He's been less prone to depression, which he was prone to. And um, just shocked by what a difference it's made to be off we sugar. We probably don't realize how much sugar we ingest in a day. It, it's it's hidden it's too. Because yeah, that's what I mean by that. Yeah. Anything that's like flour, you know, anything right. where you take, you know, something and you grind it up into flour, you're creating this very high surface area to volume ratio stuff, right. Right. That, stuff. We, that doesn't exist in nature. Okay. It's something we've created and man made. So, um, yeah, it, it turns into sugar pretty quickly. Right. Well, and kind of to see the big picture, let's just say, you know, hypothetically, you, you, you were on some medications, maybe even necessary medications, maybe there's an antibiotic, and maybe you went through a year with a lot of stress, a big life change, maybe there was the diet just kind of, you know, went out the window, there was a lot of sugar. And now we're looking at a year or two later in the aftermath of losing a healthy microbiome based on just circumstances. Now there's prone to depression, there's mood disorders, there's anxiety that actually could be the aftermath of the gut becoming unhealthy over a period of time. Yeah, exactly. Because you, you, you may be missing bacteria that make the favorable neurotransmitters and you might have now more bacteria that make things that are more toxic to our neural system. You know, like take alcohol. I mean, yeah, alcohol has some, some initially favorable um, types of, of things. But Thank then, you for telling me that. Yes. <laughs> I feel better about things now. But then, you know, un- like for me, you know, after I have a little bit, boy, I had just a terrible headache the next me day. Me too. I can't you handle know. it. My body can't, it just doesn't break yeah. it down. Especially you know? alcohol with sugars, you know, like for right. me, you know, Which I want to go get a martini with, you know, cranberry juice and, you know, it's sometimes it's not even the alcohol, it's the sugar that's put in the drink that affects we me. You're going to switch to scotch or something. It's Jenny. true. It's, it's true. But, you know, there's, there's, you know, like there's the back bacteria. And then, for example, everyone's heard of yeast and candida and, and that kind of thing. And uh, they make acetaldehydes, which, um, you know, just are not well received by our brain. So just imagine this other constellation of not so favorable bacteria making stuff that just doesn't help our, our mood or our brain health. So if we're not careful, it seems like it could become a downward spiral where you have these, you eat a lot of sugar and destroy your microbiome, and then you crave those things to help pick yourself back up. Am I right? Really, that's so true. Because you think that, oh, I've eaten this stuff all the time. How can that be it? I mean, I'm not having, you know, heartburn or all these bad GI symptoms. But yet, it usually is the things that you have the most 
um, that are the problem. And, and the reason for that is if you've got the wrong bacteria, inflammatory state, leaky gut, a leaky gut, by the way, is when your epithelial cells that line, the one cell that lines the whole tennis court surface area of your GI tract becomes leaky. Sounds like messy business to me. It, it can get messy. Yeah. <laughs> All Let's this... not go further. <laughs> okay. Well, that, yeah, let's not go there, Mike. But uh, I'm just thinking that but there's just things that will go across our GI tract that are unfavorable. And we absorb these into our body, and we've got to deal with all these metabolites, kind of the the toxic things that the bacteria make. And really everything you just said about sugar, we can say the same thing about gluten for some people. Yes. How do we turn the beat around? Well, sometimes we just need to reduce or eliminate what's creating right. the bad bacteria. So that's why, you know, things like nutritional cleanses, where you completely get off sugar, you get off gluten, um, potentially, you know, caffeine, anything artificial, and just really try to eat whole natural foods the way they come from nature. So vegetables, fruits, legumes, nuts, seeds. Yes, yes. By the way, you know, gluten can make your gut more leaky. You know, for some people, it just kind of it's it's thought to to open up those uh, those gaps between the cells and make us absorb more of the things that we're not supposed to. Again, you know, creating an immune response to that. So. And that's why some people without a full fledged gluten intolerance can get off gluten for a while or eat it in moderation and heal the gut and then be able to handle healthier forms of gluten long term. So antibiotics right. must be really bad for your gut then. Uh, well, or even opiates, right? You're right. I mean, well, I don't know about opiates yet, but um, but antibiotics, you know, obviously there's clear needs for antibiotics. Right. And, you know, if they're used appropriately and for short term. Do you feel they're term, abused, though? Um, well, a lot of, I, I would say a lot of people think they are yeah. overused. Yeah. Um, it's just very easy to write that prescription. Sure. But, um, I mean, there, there may be a lot, I mean, especially a cold, a virus, you're going to have to treat with an antibiotic. And you your know, infection, which are almost always viral. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, unfortunately, every time you know you, you do that, you kind of ratchet the the neighborhoods of bacteria to to have to there being more unfavorable ones present. You know, right. anti means against, and bio right. means life. So it's against life. It kills the bacteria, and it can't discern between the bad bacteria that it's trying to kill and the the healthy bacteria in our gut. It kills it all, right. which is why you hear about pro or for. Life probiotics. Right, right. Very nice they, segue, Jenny. Yeah, yeah. they help. They help <laughs> yes. reinoculate or put back in. She has to explain these things to me. <laughs> the healthy bacteria, <laughs> right? Yeah. And what's interesting is there's even something that that's called prebiotics. Yeah, tell me more about prebiotics. Actually, you know what? Let's take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to go into prebiotics, probiotics, um, fermentation, fermented foods, and some other little tricks that we can do to build up our microbiome. You're listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it. Your host is Dr. Jenny Brooke, vitality expert and wellness chiropractor at Spinal Corrective Center in Amherst, New Hampshire. If you're in the Southern New Hampshire area, you can schedule a health consultation and examination with Dr. Jenny. To schedule, call 673-5600. That's 673-5600. For more information about Spinal Corrective Center, go to www.spinalcorrectivecenter.com or call 673-5600. To find a chiropractor in your area, go to www.chiropractic.org slash doctorfinder. Now back to raw talk about full potential living for the health of it. Back from break, and we are talking about how to build up our microbiome. And we left off with this idea of 
prebiotics. Have you ever heard of that, Emily? I've heard just a little bit, but I don't know much about them. It's really talking about fiber, right, Doc, that, that feeds your probiotics. And there's sp- some specific ones in general. Um, I know the top of the list is onions and leeks, surprisingly. Oh, I'm going to start crying. Onions. I love mm. onions. Yes, onions, leeks, garlic, um, jicama. You ever had hiccups? Yes. It's I have good. no idea what it is. Yeah. She's hiccuping over there. <laughs> it looks like, it starts with a J. Yes. Yep. It looks like jacama. Yeah. Yeah. So basically these are foods that make probiotics, whether we take them artificially or we eat them through our food, it makes them work better. Right, right. It's kind of the, fi- you know, again, it's the fiber. Pre, you know, prebiotics right. are the fiber that the bacteria eat. The okay. oligosaccharides, also called the phos. But if you eat all that stuff, no one's going to come around you for a bad bacteria. Anyway, you're going to smell so bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also Thank asparagus, goodness. which... Does that change anything with you, Mike, the asparagus? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> oh, you haven't had the, the effect when you when you go pee? It smells a little different? No. Oh. You don't no. smell your pee, You haven't Mike? done that? No. Okay, go eat a whole bunch of asparagus and then just see what happens. Like, okay, a, cool. like immediately. Text us all. I will. Yeah, immediately. I'll post that. Yeah, it's, my, my wife oh, doesn't don't. get that either. I, Does I it turn green or something? No, there's no, no, a no. distinct there's smell. Distinct smell. Really? And yes. of urine. Next like, on the menu, asparagus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fascinating. We did have to bring that up. We did. You okay. did. <laughs> so just don't be worried. So Jerusalem artichokes, that's another one on the list, right? It is. Yeah, and some uh, dandelion greens too. So. Oh. Bitter yet delicious. You know, you can yes. just buy those sprouted and put them right on your salad. It's pretty good. So obviously it's, it's better to eat real food that's got this stuff in it versus taking pills. But if you don't yeah. eat this stuff, then I guess the, you know, prebiotic pills can help. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and a probiotic, you know, you can buy a probiotic supplement. I recommend if you do that to try to find a whole food supplement so it's not artificial. Right. Um, but in general, um, you can also get probiotics through like cultured yogurt. Yeah, that's how they sell it. Yeah. You know, um, what else, Doc? Where else can you get a well, probiotic? sauerkraut. Um, mm-hmm. Um, things kimchi. that are fermented. Things that are fermented. Pickles, yeah. And what is fermented? F- fermented means that there's bacteria that are taking and, and um, digesting right. that food and, you know, propagating. And there's, so there's a higher concentration of bacteria. Hey, wait a minute. Wine is fermented, isn't it? Um, unfortunately, <laughs> oui, I think oui. they've all, uh, cr- there's no more bacteria in the oh, wine. Oh, damn. We kill them with the, <laughs> if with we the kill alcohol. Them. I I try. <laughs> but, yet, but yet miso soup, I can get into that. That's yummy. Mm-hmm. And tempeh. But then there's also like, Kefir and kefir and uh, what yeah, is? I've never had kefir myself. I have. It's good. Okay. It is it's delicious. Yeah. You put it in smoothies and stuff. Yeah. Coconut milk. It's really good. And kombucha is on there too. I've been I've been drinking a lot of kombucha now. Um, you know, right down the street we've got that health food store, and uh, I go in with my big jug and fill it up. You know, once a week. It's, and you can make tasty. your own. Emily, have you ever made kombucha? I have. I used to have the magic mushroom that made it. Yeah, that, it comes from a mushroom. That, it's a big giant blob that they call it. That's mushroom. why I can't drink Scobie it anymore. Or what are they call it? Scoby. Scoby. I can't have it anymore because my wife was making it and she kept it in the cabinet and it looked like an alien. It was like this. It had like tentacles <laughs> you growing open up the from cupboard. it. <laughs> it's like I'm not. I, I'm going to drink the juice that thing's floating in. Yeah. But I guess it's really good for you. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's like an apple cider, but a little bit right. more of a kick to it you know i don't know how to describe so the it, apple but. cider they called the thing the mother yes right. exactly yeah, same, same alien. type of thing okay <laughs> but it's alive and it, it is creates alive. nutrients yeah. right. and more right. children right okay so that's interesting so if you're going through a health food store and you said what is this kombucha stuff try they it, it they have it on tap at earthwork yeah down I the think. street yeah. they do yeah 
Yeah. And I've seen, you know, Whole Foods and major health yeah. grocery stores. Um, but, you know, that's something to try. And if, if you have a taste for it, it's a great thing to add into your diet. It's good because, you know, most of the time, I mean, I don't eat, drink any soft drinks or anything like that. So it was just nice for something to come along that had a little bit different taste than water. You know, you're putting lemon sure. lime in your right. water all the time. But, you know, hey, here's another thing that's that's pretty good. It doesn't have a lot of sugar. Um, it's healthy for you. My daughter loves this one name brand that has kombucha, but it has chia seeds in it. Hmm. Oh, yeah. She gets mango, and or there's just a green one, and grape. She's the healthy one, hey? Oh, yeah. She loves that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then next, I know you can eat food that have omega-3 fatty acids. Right. So let's talk about the benefit of that. I'm, I'm a huge proponent of, of omega-3s. We have way too much omega-6 in our diet. That's right. Which is most processed food. But omega-3s really help the individual cells to be healthy. And you can get it naturally through certain types of fish, walnuts, walnuts, pumpkin, avocados, and then easily through an omega-3 supplement, whether it's a capsule or a liquid. Yeah, and flax seeds. There are what they call short-chain and long-chain omega-3 fatty acids, and actually from fruit-based sources, like seeds and those those sorts of things, um, we need to synthesize the long-chain from the short-chain. Not everyone's as good at doing that, and only, you know, a small percentage of that gets converted. We'll probably want to leave that out. It's probably don't need to. Do <laughs> <laughs> Too technical. No. The point is, is though, I mean, the uh, salmon and, and that source of, of omega-3 is much more efficient and effective right. than, let's say, flax seeds. And it's okay, Doc. It's yeah. good to show off your skills. Yeah. Yeah. We'll leave right. that in. So basically, yeah. you want to have a dinner of, yeah. you know, some some good salmon with some avocado and some dandelion greens and asparagus. Right. And a little kombucha on the side oh, in, yeah. your, in your wine glass there, Mike. There you go. But, you know, I, I've known personally, I've known people that, you know, had some serious health issues and they went on a anywhere from one week to one year diet of primarily the foods that we're speaking of. And they not only got into really great shape, um, beautiful skin, they healed their gut. So there's there's ways and there's books that talk about this yes, that you can yes. really focus on foods that are just super strong in nutrients that get the gut healthy and avoid the sugars. So you can turn that damage around then. Yeah. You can. Yeah. And then just natural foods like just plain old vegetables that aren't, you know, washed so comprehensively there's nothing left on them. So I mean organic vegetables, you know, eat them a little bit dirty. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. We don't rub them around on your counter a little, a little bit. Crunchy. Yeah. I think it's also important to mention, you know, if you're trying to fix a leaky gut, you know, obviously we want to avoid non-essential antibiotic use, um, but also avoiding antibiotics in meat and poultry, you know, because, you know, these farm factories intentionally give antibiotics to fatten up um, the cows and the chickens. Isn't that interesting that it does, the antibiotics fatten them up. And here's an interesting statistic. I, I love to pull these out. But, you know, of the 30 million pounds of antibiotics that are manufactured in this country every year, 24 million of that those pounds are fed to, to livestock. That is sad. And wow. the reason is, is one, obviously, they're in such close proximity. Right. There's in, you know, Especially chickens. Right. High, you know, high chance of, of disease. But they've learned that when they give the antibiotics and shift the microbiome of those, those livestock, they will fatten up. So guess what? You know, wow. that's kind of, it, but then we're ingesting. Yes. You know, I just watched this front line. It was, it was called The Trouble with Chicken. If you ever see that episode, you'll never, ever eat chicken again. Mm. After seeing it, not you know? even like organic, grass-fed, free-range. Mm. You know, well, that that chicken might be okay. That but might be okay, but most people buy it from a grocery right, store. You know, right? 
it, but you know, it was loaded with all kinds of weird bacteria and whatnot. You so know? there's a lot of occult um, antibiotic that we're getting into our bodies that aren't sure. coming in in pills. That's right. kind of the bottom mm-hmm. line. What we're trying to. And the other medication that can really influence um, negatively um, for leaky gut is NSAIDs. Yes. So that's specifically like aspirin and ibuprofen, naproxen. Um, Over time, regular use can really um, aid in the leaky gut. Um, And also, isn't it proton pump inhibitors? Yes. Yes, I've heard that An example of that would be like uh, for heartburn? Uh, Yeah, the H2 blockers like what, Nexium and... Those mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not sure I don't use them. So. But I know that they yeah. can they can attribute to leaky gut. So just something to consider if you're if you're really focusing on a healthy gut. Um, and then lastly, um, this is kind of interesting, Doc. I know you've mentioned that there is diagnostic um, testing, specifically through Genova Diagnostics, that can actually give you a microbial ecology profile. So tell us about that. Yeah, so they have a test called the GIFX Microbial Ecology Profile, and um, what this does is obviously you give them a sample of your of your stool, and they do a combination of, of culturing the bacteria that are in that stool and also doing a DNA profile of what's in that stool. And they can put together a pretty comprehensive, um, you know, um, representation of the population of bacteria. So it's much more extensive than we could have done with just culturing things in a lab. And uh, you can determine whether you've got, you know, unfavorable bacteria like Salmonella and Shigella and Clostridia and all these other mm-hmm. names that you want to be careful uh, how you say them. But Can uh, I mail that UPS? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> will, they, will they handle that? No, I thought it's you were going to chime in it's quicker. It's refrigerated overnight FedEx. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I wish I was that driver. <laughs> But well, the, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. But yeah. But what's Im- what's impressive about that is if you say are able to identify that you have a certain unfavorable bacteria in your right. gut, then you could modify. It's you can modify you could or you could potentially treat it naturally. You know, f- this is not this quite the same thing. But I've done stool testing um, with patients who just really couldn't figure out what was going on, and you know, one patient we found that there was a, a, a unfavorable bacteria in her gut and the lab tested that oil of oregano would actually kill it, mm. taken in capsules. Really? So, um, and we believed it was maybe causing her headaches. So she took a, a month's supply, you know, over a month of oil of oregano capsules and her headaches went away. Mm. You know, wow. so if you, can, if you can narrow in on what it is that your body's infected with and then also what it's lacking, right. you know, sometimes you can really customize a probiotic that you buy in a store because you know, okay, I have bifidobacterium, but I don't have enough lactobacillus and you can try to to get it more and and jenny i think that's the tip of the iceberg here i mean we say oh it's healthy to eat food right well we know that well what do you mean by food (laughs) there's so many things that it could be right Right. there's there's healthy foods and unhealthy foods well we're just at the tip of the iceberg with probiotics because you know there's about you know there's lactobacillus and bifidobacterium are the the basic um, species that you know are in probiotics, but I think they're going to find out you know as we evolve this this field that there are very specific um, organisms that indeed could be included, you know, um, in you know a probiotic supplement. But you know, if, until we know exactly what those are, what the best ones are, obviously the the best way to get this in is more naturally. Right. Eat healthy. Eat healthy. Eat a little dirt. You know. Eat yeah. a healthy food. Um, <laughs> 
there's so much to do. And I, I hope, if anything, we've empowered you to want to make some better choices, even if you start small, even if you just reduce sugar today, because, you know, little incremental steps over a long period of time can really make a difference in how our body's functioning and how we feel. And that's really what the show is about, is just giving you tools to try to learn how to be healthier. So I thank you again, Dr. Altabelli, for sharing this topic with us. And I, I really encourage everyone to delve more into the topic of the human microbiome um, and start to take some action to see what we can do for our body's um, ecology. Be well, everybody. You've been listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it. Your host was Dr. Jenny Brooke, vitality expert and wellness chiropractor at Spinal Corrective Center in Amherst, New Hampshire. If you live in the Southern New Hampshire area, schedule a health checkup with Dr. Jenny at 673-5600. That's 673-5600. For more information about Spinal Corrective Center, call 673-5600 or check out www.spinalcorrectivecenter.com. You can also find Dr. Jenny on Facebook at Spinal Corrective Center. Thank you for listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it.